0: Hey, everyone, and welcome to this episode of the Ninth Grade Experience podcast. I'm your host, Chris Stuchko. The goal of the Ninth Grade Experience podcast is to give you the story of ninth grade students through the people who live it daily, the students and the staff. We will attempt to touch on real issues and stories that ninth grade students face in order to prepare them to know that ninth grade counts. And today, we're really excited to bring you a special episode. It's one that I've wanted to work on uh, for the last six months or so. And I think today we're going to have, probably in my 13 years of being here at Emmaus High School, the most beloved freshman that has ever stepped foot in the hallways of Emmaus High School is featured today. Our favorite four-legged freshman, Branch the Therapy Dog, is going to be the star of our show today. Um, So hopefully we will get a chance to learn about the dog. If you have been in the halls of Emmaus High School, you've had the chance to see Branch. Uh, We're going to learn about Branch what therapy dogs provide uh, through Mr. Mike Mahalik, who is one of our directors of curriculum in the administration office, who has been one of the people in charge of bringing the dogs here to Emmaus High School and uh, throughout the school district as well. And then also we're going to sprinkle in some different uh, interviews with other staff and students uh, in Emmaus High School that have had experiences with Branch. And um, one student shared And it's very, uh, very simple, but very profound that um, she didn't wanna come on camera, but the student shared that Branch is very nice to be around and bring smiles. And in doing this episode of the podcast and being out there and seeing Branch and seeing him in the hallways, uh, I can attest to that statement. Uh, Branch just brings smiles to the people that is around him. And uh, students just come from all over the hallways to pet branch and to interact with him. So uh, this is a, a fun episode. Uh, you get to see uh, branches in it a whole lot. Um, also too, what the uh, the focus of the episode is, is that uh, branch does, you know, cost money for us to keep him here. So they're trying to raise money. For branch and for branches care along with all the other therapy dogs in the east penn school district so there'll be a link in the show notes on how to donate if you are an adult or a business that's watching this that's looking to uh, donate to the therapy dog experience the link for that will be in the show notes as well or you can just go to the east penn education foundation the same group that supports this podcast uh through equipment and other things so uh, help out the uh, the therapy dog program there so this is a really fun episode so before we get Get into uh learning about the dog uh just a few reminders don't forget about the ehs phantoms night in february february 19th we are working fingers crossed with for some cool uh phantoms interactive stuff here on the podcast so that that should be fun um and then also after that our next big event here at the school we're going to be gearing up towards is the ehs shade for the brave that is in on march 11th And uh, you can go out and donate to that as well, too. There's a ninth grade experience team there. Um, That's just me at this point. So if you're interested in being on the ninth grade experience team for the shape for the brave, you can do that. And to learn all about past episodes on the podcast, you just go to ninthgradeexperience.com. Our YouTube channel is is doing really well. Our last episode featuring some of our eighth to ninth grade students has gotten almost 200 views, which is really good for one of our podcasts. So thanks for everyone for accessing it on YouTube. Uh, you can also listen to them on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere where you'd find podcasts. You can follow and subscribe through the Ninth Grade Experience website. Again, that's ninthgradeexperience.com. But you didn't come here to see me. You came here to see Branch the Therapy Dog. So uh, enjoy this episode that features Branch, our newest four-legged freshman at Emmaus High School. welcome everyone to this episode of the ninth grade experience podcast we have a special guest and we're not talking about mr Mahalik today Uh, We're talking about uh, probably Emmaus High School's favorite new freshman student this year. So we have Branch the Therapy Dog uh, with Mr. Mahalik. Mr. Mahalik's making his second appearance on the podcast. If you want to learn more about the Jasper program, which he is the lead lead person for, you can go back and take a look in our archives about Jasper. And I know it's time to uh, get ready to pick classes for our upcoming freshmen. So uh, throwing that plug out there. But today we're here to talk about Branch and the Therapy Dogs and to uh, hopefully raise some money for For what's going on there. So, Mr. Mahalik and Branch, thanks a lot for joining us today. Thanks for having us. So, uh, as Mr. Mahalik knows, the first question we ask all of our new guests on the podcast is what is your ninth grade experience like? If you want to go back and listen to that, you can listen to his. But I think everyone today is more excited to learn about what Branch's ninth grade experience has been like. So obviously the dog can't answer. But Mr. Mahalik, can you tell us what has Branch's ninth grade experience been like since he's primarily at the high school? So we'll consider him a freshman this year.
1: Yeah. So he's, um, I think it's important for people to know that he's going through a transition period and all the dogs are that are part of our program where they spend the first eight weeks and we slowly add on a leach, you know, a little bit each and more every week. So he's coming to the end of his transition period. And so what his schedule has been, will probably um, continue to just increase um, as we go forward here. But what he's been doing for the most part, I think a typical day in his life has been starting the day with Dr. Kears. And I know she takes some in the hallways by counseling in the mornings and some kids just get, you know, get to come up and say hello. Uh, And then he spends a lot of his time in the emotional support classrooms at Emmaus High School. We'll do some just random walking through the halls or we can go into some classroom visits, but um, that's pretty much what we've been doing so far because we've been limiting the number of handlers. So like right now I'm serving as his handler. I'm on the other end of the leash. We've been limiting the number of handlers, which means we've been kind of limiting how many different ways in which we can use him during this transition phase, but we're nearing that point where we can start doing a lot more with him, which is really exciting because he's he's fantastic he's adaptable um, really a, a great dog in so many ways.
0: And how is, you know, like when we talk about new students coming to Emmaus high school, they're obviously coming into an environment with 2,800 people, um, you know, and the staff and, you know, everything that's been going on this past year with new students. So how is it for, for branch to adjust to being at a high school of this size and kind of, I'm sure that's part of the transition is that you have to kind of ease him in to this process.
1: Yeah. One of the things, like every dog is, is different. They all have a different temperament and they react to different environments in different ways and we had we actually had him here in in may i think it was the end of may for uh for a few hours and we've known from the start with branch so that he is really adaptable so a great example is 15 minutes ago i was walking in the hallways um it was right near the end of hornet block and the bell rang and everyone comes out of their classrooms and like there's me and branch in the hallway and we're like we're now surrounded by so many people and he wasn't phased at all he's really, really good in in so many different situations. I had him, um, you know, I've I've been taking him on walks and something unexpected comes up. Another great example was the summer I was walking him around the building and the band came out of the building right in front of us. And they had no (laughs) idea that I was with Branch. And one of the kids on one of the big drums, he had no idea that we were 10 feet behind him. He just started going boom, boom, boom. And Branch didn't even flinch. So when that happened, I was like, okay, this dog's not going to be phased by anything. If you're not phased by that, you're, you're going to be fine. So um, he's, I would say he's the most adaptable of the dogs that we have. Um, Emmy, just her breed, her temperament, she's a little bit more kind of like, not skittish, but she's a little bit more sensitive to what are the different things going on around her. But I don't know that he's really phased by much.
2: My name is Tammy Hughes. I'm an instructional assistant in the emotional support program here at Emmaus High School. I'm a handler for Branch, our therapy dog here at the high school. He's based out of our classroom throughout the day. Um, He also visits the other emotional support classroom and we do take him around to visit classrooms upon request or just some days we'll just walk around with him. We have him out in the hall between classes so that kids can see him. Um, Students stop in here and also faculty and staff can stop in to visit. When they know Branch is in, there's a sign on the door letting you know whether he's in or out during that block. Um, I was very excited about getting Branch here because I know personally how much having a dog can change your life emotionally and he has done wonders we've seen students come in very upset and lay on the floor with him and cuddle with him we've had students in the halls stop to pet him and just say we don't realize how much it meant to them to have that dog that day how much they needed the dog and we have also had faculty and staff come in who were having a really bad day and said just a few minutes with the dog helped to change their time. And Branch is just, he's a lovey, he's very friendly with the students and he's really doing his job here well. Hi, I'm Gina Giuliano. I am an instructional assistant in the emotional support room in 365 and we always get the pleasure of having Branch come visit us. Branch is wonderful with the students, wonderful with the staff, I look forward to seeing him every day when I come in. He greets me. I don't have that at my house. I only have cats. So it is an absolute pleasure to be greeted by this little man every morning. He is a love. Look at that face.
0: So is there a special, like, I know they have to train the dogs, and to be a therapy dog, there's a whole lot of work that they do with it. But is there a special training for, like, a high school, like a, one that would go into like a high school setting versus a like elementary where there's just going to be smaller kids and they want to, you know, not necessarily jump on the dog, but like, you know, they're more hands on, but, uh, at the high school, does the, do the dogs and the handlers, do they need to get specialized training for it to be in a high school setting?
1: Yeah. There's not so much a specialized training for, the dogs to be in like one building versus the other. So I could take Branch right now. I could take him in the middle school or elementary. I've had him in, in both buildings and, and he's, he's great. The training really is more for the adults, for us and making sure that, that we're con- consistently and constantly keeping up with how he was trained when we got him. So um, there are a lot of therapy dogs out there. And then there's a difference between, I think some of those dogs and good dogs that, are dogs that are really good for schools and really interacting with kids. So if you're looking at what Branch is doing right now, this is like, this is perfect. If I'm someone who's, I'm experiencing a lot of stress and anxiety, like, and this is how he reacts, like, this is exactly what we want. And so he just has that temperament. He's, he was trained to engage with people a little bit more. So um, one of the things that we have, and this puts a lot of pressure on the adults in the program is we can't, um, we can't get lazy. We have to maintain that training that he came to us with to make sure that he's, always acting appropriately, and that he's interacting with kids the way that we want him to be interacting with kids. And um, and that, that's just one of the challenges for the adults. Um, but when we got him, he was three years old already, and he, he'd been through a lot of training. He had been, I'll use the term understudy. His sister Poppy was one of the therapy, or is one of the therapy dogs at Warwick School District. So he had been going into schools in and out, but also the pandemic the last year and a half has limited the amount of uh, opportunities that that some of her dogs have, have had to maybe go into schools, just because it's it's not really the best time to bring in an outside guests right now. But anyway, long story short, the training is more so for the adults, but when you, you asked before about like elementary, middle and high school, some dogs just are better fits for, for different levels. We thought Branch is a great dog for the high school. He's a little bit bigger, he's got a little bit more energy. Some of the smaller ones are a little bit more appropriate for, for some of our, our smaller students.
0: Yeah. We're going to hear a little bit later on um, from a student that had already kind of given us a little bit of a feedback on branch. And uh, we asked, I asked her about like the, the difference between she had had experience with therapy dogs in the past. And she said that branch has been entirely different than the other one she encountered um, just because branch has been more friendly and more sympathetic towards the students. So I, I guess you kind of answered it a little bit in the previous question, but like, how, is there a way to know, like, if a dog would be a good match in a certain situation, or do they just kind of train every therapy dog to be kind of in every situation?
1: Yeah. I think um, what what I would, what we do is we, we bring the dogs in we kind of see how they react in the different environments. So when we had Branch in, in May, we, we, we brought him in just to see how he would do in the high school, how we would do with the, when the, the bell goes off and how he would interact with those kids. So we do a little bit of a, I guess like a test run trial run just to make sure that it's a good fit. But the dogs, when they're trained as part of their training, they're going into a lot of different situations to get those encounters with human beings. So um, it's it's all part of the way in which they're trained to get to the point where they're with us. But we, um, we need to make sure, and this is all, it's not like you buy a textbook or like, all right, you know, here's your textbook now run with it. We get these dogs and we need to make sure that it's a program that's going to work for us. So it's constantly like reevaluating making sure that it's, it's working for the dog it's working for us our adults our students so there's a lot of, a lot of factors that go into it
3: i knew that they could help with emotions because my dogs when i was upset would usually help me out and stay next to me and they can tell when you're upset at least i think so and uh branch is is different like he i don't know how to explain it but he is, I wouldn't say like a normal dog when it comes to emotions. Like he knows how to handle many different things. But I think Branch really loves what he does. He is one of the sweetest dogs ever, and he, he'll sit there even if you look at him, you pet him. He doesn't care. He just likes that he's making you happy.
2: He does a wonderful job. A lot of our students in the emotional support program um, suffer from anxiety, and not just in emotional support, Right now, in the times we're living in with COVID and everything, a lot of students have COVID, or have anxiety, sorry about that, and it's interesting to see, they will come in and say they're feeling very anxious, and then you can literally almost see them calming themselves when they're with the dog. He is great at calming them. We've had students say they have never been so chill as when they're just sitting on the floor, sitting with the dog, and petting the dog, cuddling with the dog. That's the biggest change I see with it. I
3: would definitely ask your teacher where you could find Branch, and be gentle with him. Be slow, go up to him carefully because he goes around a lot of students, so he might be overwhelmed or something. So just be really gentle, pet him, talk to him. He likes it. I mean, there's nothing to really be like nervous about when you're around him. You know what I mean? Just really well behaved. I'd say uh, you don't really need to be anxious. Go up to him, let him sniff you maybe, and then take it slow. Don't You don't have to rush anything. Um, if you see him, go up and just pet him. Um, I would say he loves to be pet under the chin and behind the ears. He is a lot calmer for how old he is. I really like just how he doesn't mind when you pet him, and he'll literally flop over and lay down next to you.
0: So I, I've seen branch in the hallway right outside of counseling and, you know, kids will just go up and kind of pet the dog and kind of interact with the dog. And I've seen Dr. Kiris with the dog. And even in the uh, attitude of gratitude episode, we did Dr. Kirus was there with the dog. So it was nice to see that. So you, like, I kind of see how it is in the interaction, like in the hallways, but like if you're in a classroom or an emotional support setting, like what is the actual, like what the students like do with the dogs or interact with the dogs like is there like do the students have to learn a certain way or is the dog providing the quote-unquote therapy so like what does it look like inside of a classroom
1: i think it depends on what kind of uh what classroom and so like the emotional support uh classrooms who are used to him being there daily that's a different environment than if i if i took him into an art class right now it's a totally different feel so it's a it's tough to answer. I think Branch has had enough of. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's in. He's been too much of a superstar these days. Yeah, Branch, come over
1: here.
2: Come
0: here.
1: Um, it, it's a tough question to answer, just because a lot of it goes back to like how, and and this is also another thing that's going to change throughout time. How how comfortable are the kids, or how used to to Branch are they? So the first <laughs> the first couple of days that we had Branch, the the. um, It was like people are like, there's a dog in the school, not really sure what to make of this. And then 15 minutes ago, I walked down and everyone's like, Branch, Branch, there he is. Like they they know who he is at this point. And the reason I bring that up is because as they get more comfortable and they know how to interact with Branch, they'll know that they can pet him. Um, In the emotional support classrooms, they're used to him. So, like you walk in there, and the kids are doing their work and branches in there with them, and like he's just supporting. And it's like, it's just another, it's almost like another student, other teacher. For the other classrooms that he's not there every day, it's, you know that he's not there every day because there's a lot of attention. It's like all eyes on him for those, for those moments.
0: So let, since we know that branch is getting a little testy here, not testy, but moving, he's around, right. moving around a little bit. So all like right. how important with everything that's been going on with like mental health and SEL and all those things, all the buzzwords coming back here with our students coming back into the building this entire year after the last 20 months, how has branch kind of factored into that and like, the therapy dogs in general, like the place that they're having for, um, for that within the district.
1: I think, um, they've had an impact on a lot of different ways. I've, I've heard bits and pieces. Like, you know, you'll just hear someone say like, I needed that today. And that that's a win. That that's part of why we're doing this. I think, um, the way in which we've, we've been able to use them so far, I think we're at week seven or eight in so many different ways. It's it's taught me that um, these are really really special animals that have a tremendous oppor- opportunity to do something that we just can't do. So branch has been part of reentry meetings for students that have uh, have been out, been out for mental health reasons, and they come back, and he's been there to ease their anxiety and to make it more of a welcoming uh, environment coming back to school. You can't put a price tag on that, and that's like those are examples of like maybe just an individual here or there. But what I what I really think is special is when you just walk down the hall, you just get this, this energy, you get this um, positive vibe that it's all because of him. And when the the stinger wrote an article about him and I was walking in the hallway and like there was four kids with a copy of the stinger in their hand, they're like, and they're looking at what was on the front cover. It's just like that, that was such a neat opportunity for me because it's really difficult. I think right now, given all like, just given how tough everything is, it's really difficult to go through a day and see hundreds of smiles and I get to see that when I have Branch with me and it's all because of him and, and the, the impact that that these dogs have on human beings. So that's pretty awesome just to be able to see that many smiling faces because of a dog.
0: Yeah, I was gonna ask as like a final like question before we move into kind of like the nuts and bolts of um, one of the other reasons you're here is like, so what do you say to like the person that's like, you know, the, the traditional like when, when I went to school, there were no therapy dogs or like the people that have these impressions of like, you know, you hear stories about, an airplane and they have like a therapy rabbit or, you know, all these different things where you hear people that are like, they don't really quite understand the, the concept of a therapy animal. And especially in a school where, you know, people have this impression that, you know, they go to school to learn, they go to school to do all these different things. But I think being in the building and seeing that you can kind of. Uh, eliminate that idea a little bit. So what would you tell people that don't quite get that, that it's like school is a place to learn and why is a therapy dog there?
1: Yeah, I think uh some of the some of the students, like when I've had branch, are like, why why do we why is branch here? Like, and I was like, Are you are you happier right now? And they're like, Yeah, I was like, There you go. That's your answer. If we can provide supports for students, then that I mean, that's what we're here to do, right? We're here to teach them, but we're also here to support them in a lot in a lot of different ways. And just his presence alone can do that. What I think really does help with branch versus like different initiatives in in education. A lot of people have dogs and a lot of people love dogs so it's not a hard sell for most people they they are really happy to see him regardless of their level of understanding of a program or not they're excited to see you know especially branch uh, with the golden retriever because it's a breed that a lot of people um they think happy thoughts when they think golden retriever It's it's just a good like you know traditional american breed it really hasn't been that hard of a sell for many people so it's Again, it's, it's easier to do that when there's so many people as is that are comfortable and they have their own pets at home and they, 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 they love pets. So it's, um, we, haven't, we haven't had to answer that question too often.
2: I think that people are very unaware of how much stress students are under even in normal times, let alone how it's been for the past few years. Kids have gone through a lot of changes and a lot of stressful situations in the past few years and these dogs um, we have three throughout the district they they really are making a difference Um, it's hard to explain it's almost hard to explain unless you've seen it but i think anyone who questions it should think about whether they have pets of their own and what kind of a difference that pet has made in their life and i think that would help them to understand how much of an effect Branch. Emmy and Cosmo have on these students. Uh, my name is
3: Ronan Velez, and I like Branch because he's a very lazy boy. What is your name? Nita. Nita, can you tell me how Branch makes you feel? Happy. Why do you like Branch? Um, 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 um. Padded. You pat him. What else do you like to do with Branch? Um, I'm Abby, and whenever I see Branch, it's usually right outside the counseling office when I'm walking to my biology class in the morning. And he always brings a smile to my face, and I know he makes everyone really happy. He has like a common sense with him. He's really happy, and he loves to be with people. He just makes the school a lot better.
0: Student feedback this is from Isabel Izzy Jarvis saying, I'm very happy about Branch. He is great to see in the hallways or in the classrooms. Whenever I feel down, he's a very good boy and made this school year much better than it could have been.
3: Hi, I'm Lacey and Branch is one of the best people in this school because when I go in and I'd be having a rough day, he's always there pretty much smiling at you. When you walk in okay so my name's fulton jones this is branch uh he's a really rare kind of cat i'm not sure which kind of cat he is but he's he's pretty good uh i just like being around him kind of calms me down he's really soft and he's really well really well behaved uh, hi i'm Amani ritz uh, i'm a freshman and to me branch is like he's not a normal dog he's very nice very friendly Um, One day I was in math and he stopped by. It it brightened up my mood for like the rest of the day. And I can tell that it brightened up a lot of my classmates' mood too. Um, I would see Branch as not uh, a dog, but like a friend. Because whenever I'm upset, Branch is always there. And he's um, always cuddly, he always likes to be pet. Just a great dog, just in general. I'm
2: Drew Morgenstern and this is Branch the Dog. He's very lovable and friendly. As you can see, he loves belly rubs.
0: So you did talk about the, the, you know, the process of having the dog and kind of what it takes. Now, obviously we know it takes a lot in the classroom, but the, uh, the, one of the reasons we're here and we're, we're putting this episode up on uh, Monday, January 17th, which is the hundredth, uh, would have been the hundredth birthday of Betty white. And there was this push to make donations towards animal themed, uh, programs and the school district and, and you have been kind of putting out there, the, the messages about donating to branch and donating to the therapy dogs. So as kind of a, the other side of the coin here we know that the east Penn education foundation funded the first go around with the dogs but you know as somebody that you know with animals we know that animals aren't cheap so talk about like what is it actually like the cost or kind of why are we trying to raise money for the dogs and kind and what does that money kind of go for
1: yeah great question so the uh, the costs that we have to sustain the program, the main ones include the veterinary bills, the the food. Um, it also includes the training and the equipment, and little things like the the snacks and the treats. So we have to use those to, to reinforce the training and the positive reinforcement. So um, and that doesn't even get into like the pet insurance. So it's it's a lot. There's a lot that goes into it, and especially, uh, when you're, you know, as we look to this, you know, Emmy, who's not here with me right now, but Emmy goes between two different buildings. And then the third dog is going to go to elementary. There's a lot of equipment needed for all of these dogs. So there can be a combination of some things donated, but uh, the veterinary services and the food bills, they can they can rack up pretty quickly as any animal owner out there will will be able to tell you. And so we, we really do want to make sure that they get the best care that they're always cared for. Um, we don't want to let any issues, you know, Go by without without them getting seen. So it's just it's just a lot um, to to financially sustain. Um, so any help out there would be would be really appreciated because it's a it's a really a great service. And I'll, I'll just say one more thing, like about about the service. The service so far has been, I mean, the impact that they've had has been tremendous. I, I couldn't put a value on it. I don't know who like what person, what human being could do what they're doing. No human can walk in the halls and make people say the name of that of that person with a smile on their face. No one can be there for a re-entry meeting and, and calm nerves down. I've seen the dogs, therefore, after um, you know some pretty intense incidents, the dogs have calmed those students down more so than any adult could in that room. So I, I just think you can't put a price tag on, on the impact, but unfortunately we can't put a price tag on how much <laughs> it costs to sustain it. So the, the help would be appreciated.
0: So if uh, somebody out there, uh, you know, students listen to this, but also parents or people in the community um, were interested in donating, how would they do that?
1: Yep. So right now, the Ed Foundation has a fundraiser launched on their website where uh, where people can donate um, set amounts of money. I think the lowest one that we have is starting at ten dollars and it goes up to twenty five and so on to, to donate a set amount and all of that money goes back towards our program. So that's that's just the first one, first one that we have, but we're certainly gonna be launching some more in the near future that's um, uh, had those decisions, like those fundraisers aren't determined yet, but we're it's gonna be pretty much like a constant thing. Where we're always trying to do something to raise some money for the animals, but in very different ways. So I was working with some students last period about um, like a one of those little bracelet fundraisers, maybe doing something like that. So we also know that there's different pockets of people out there that can help in various ways. So the high school students might want to rally for a couple bucks, get a bracelet like this. But those people out there that might be watching at home, you can make like an online donation to our um, our therapy dog program through the Ed Foundation. So lots of ideas. We've got lots of time to do it.
0: Yep. And hopefully, you know, this is one of those programs that, you know, you see the immediate results from. And, and again, like saying, seeing it in the school, it is, you're right. Like you have students that You know, most times in the morning, if you know, if you've ever been in a well, most people have been in a high school. When you come in in the morning, high school students are usually not talkative. They usually have their heads down, or their headphones on, or they're talking to their friends. But I've definitely seen the experience of when they see Branch in the hallway, they stop, they go over, they pet pet him. Like they, it is really neat to kind of see the impact that that Branch has had on the school community. So, uh, any last words you want to kind of add in about the dog, so we know how to. uh the donate you'd go to and we'll put the link into the show notes on where to go and do that um and talked a whole lot about the the positive impacts of, of the dog but anything else you want to let the the viewers or the listeners know about the program and where maybe you hope it goes from here um you know to hopefully it continues to be funded but where 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 will it go in the future?
1: I think um if I had to guess it's it's already been very successful. People want more already. Um, they want more time with the dog, which like they're going to be there are going to be high school students that may have seen this video and they still haven't had an opportunity to meet really interact with branch yet so I think as the buzz continues and as people realize the value that these dogs have there's going to be more requests for the dog to come into their classroom. Um, there might be more requests or more requests for more dogs in our district, but um, you know so far it's it's we're, we're really happy with how branch and Emmy have done we've got a third one coming uh, relatively soon. I just think like and i and I take responsibility for for part of this is um you know communicating with our with our community about the impact that they've had, and that's um you know that's something I can do hopefully through the website to really like show people the best of our ability what these dogs are doing, the value that they do have in our school. so I, I will do that, so I would encourage people uh, if you're intrigued at all, you know check out the website. you can uh, you know I'll continue to update there. I'm uh, active on social media with these. Uh, with these dogs, just showing you the different things that they're doing. But yeah, it's, it's also, it's a great service, but it does require the help of the community. So just, you know, last time any help that you could offer financially would be, would be tremendous or even, um, you know, donations of certain supplies that we might need, but all of that would, all that would be communicated through our website.
0: Great. So if, you know, people that are listening, make sure you check that out. And uh, I, I did say it at the beginning, but I really believe it that I, I, you know, I've been here for, this will be my 13th year at the high school, I think. And I don't know if we've ever seen a freshman come in that's had as much impact as, as Branch has. So it's nice to kind of see that. So Mr. Mahalik and Branch, thanks a lot for joining us today. You know, I just want to end by like doing the, such a good boy. So I had to get that in there once, but, um, you know, thanks a lot for joining us and continued success with the program. And if there's anything we can do to help here with the podcast, uh, we'd love to be a part of it. So thanks a lot.
1: Thank you for the opportunity.